Welcome to Keep the Heart Podcast. And I want to take a moment to thank those of you who have been donating to this podcast. There is a donation icon in the shop at keeptheheart.com. If you'd like to join these other supporters, just visit keeptheheart.com. You'll find the donation button in the shop, and you get to choose the amount. As the saying goes, little is much when God is in it. Today's episode is for anyone who's blown it accidentally with an I didn't mean it that way type of statement. It happens, and when it does, there will be drama. The key is to make it a short drama. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, conference speaker, and teacher. She is passionate about teaching what to do with what we learn from God's Word. Now back to today's valuable study. How can we keep something from blowing up into a bigger problem? Well, there are some things we need to realize along with some practices we can employ so that we're not adding salt to the wounds. We already know that an apology is in order when we've said something that hurt another person, but there's more that we can do. Let's consider three things to remember when you've said something that has gotten you into trouble. First, don't settle into an angry spirit. Prideful anger will not solve any problem. It only creates new ones while keeping us stuck in the ditch of unproductive arrogance. Ecclesiastes 7.9 tells us this, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. It's foolish to get angry with a person after we've been the ones to offend them. Well, they just need to get over it, we may think, but timing and the pace of forgiveness is not up to us. The pace of asking for forgiveness is the part that we control. It's unreasonable to expect people to be fine when we've hurt them. Scripture tells us that this kind of hasty anger is a mark of a fool. Don't get angry when you have a run-in with someone that started on your end. It's better to admit when we're wrong than to look for side doors to blame other people. A second thing we can do is check our spirits for broken areas. Now, the tongue is a powerful little piece of flesh, but it's not working independently. It's speaking from our hearts. So when we say something that comes out wrong, it's an indication that something internally is off. Proverbs 15.4 puts it like this, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. The word breach in this verse refers to a fracture, as if something is broken in our spirits. The word also carries the meaning of hurt, and you've probably heard the saying, hurting people hurt other people. That's not justification, but it can be true at times. Ask the Lord to reveal what's fractured in your spirit, if anything, because a breach in the spirit could cause you to have a loose tongue. And finally, number three, we can examine ourselves for our part in the problem. We think too highly of ourselves when we imagine that other people are the only sources of irritation while claiming that we're not guilty of any wrongdoing at all. This opinion is truly in the eye of the beholder. To the person that received cutting words, we did the slicing and the dicing with our tongues. There is no way we can expect them to view us as innocent. Remember that we will face daily battles with our carnal natures, which includes trying to justify ourselves when we clearly should not. 
Romans 12.3 is a great verse to use as a reminder to keep us humble in our opinion of ourselves. It says this, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Why, oh why, oh why do we expect other people to behave better than we do? We'll call someone out for displaying a bit of egotistical behavior, labeling them narcissistic. But then when we're showcasing our own conceitedness, we find a way to defend it as being someone else's problem. This is thinking too highly of ourselves. The solution to this kind of misbehavior is to maintain a biblical viewpoint of ourselves. The verse in Romans 12.3 was written about the differing gifts and abilities that believers receive from God, but the underlying principle of humility applies to all of us. Be humbly honest and own your part in any disagreement, even if your part was small. Well, you've heard me say it before, but we all take turns being the delivery people and then the recipients of words unwisely spoken. I remember a time years ago during the childbearing years when I had lost a lot of weight only to put it right back on with a bit more. I was already self-conscious about it, and many of us have messy layers of issues surrounding the body image and weight anyway, so it's complicated without anyone saying a word. I ran into a person that asked me this question, Have you regained all your weight? Ha, well, hmm... We speak, therefore we will occasionally say something wrong. It happens. And when it does, let's employ these reminders to keep ourselves from making matters worse. Don't settle into that angry spirit. Check the spirit for broken areas and examine ourselves. We can examine ourselves for our possible part in the problem. As I said in the beginning of the episode, we already know that a simple apology is in order no matter what when we've hurt someone but we want to do our best not to keep repeating the same offenses. It will harm our relationships if we're not careful and will do damage to our own consciences if we delay admitting our part in the matter. That floating sense of guilt that plagues us can become hazardous and it can become a stronghold if we fail to deal with the real issues honestly and carefully. Here's a great closing verse to remind us of the importance of maintaining a clear conscience with others. It's found in Acts 24, 16, and says this, And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men. When you didn't mean it the way it came out, don't make excuses. Make things right. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and be sure to follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, Bible studies, and more. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.